So hard for me not to jerk it, jerk it, because the hotness. Mm. I miss me some. I don't like it anymore, but I wish I could, and I wish I could. (laughs) Make me sick. It just make me sick. Oh, you know what? Now too, um, curry chicken. I can't do curry chicken, but I could do um, curry goat. Yes. Now the goat all day long. Okay, I have no shame in eating any goat. Um, I'm not sorry. Um, they, <laughs> that's what they're supposed to be. I remember when I went to Jamaica when I was like six years old, I remember my, my uncle had a goat and I was playing with the goat in the backyard and I'm like, this is my friend. We're like, this goat is so awesome. I never saw a goat in my life and I animals. Girl, one day I, I don't know if we went to church and I came back and I'm like, where, where the goat? And my uncle was like, oh, I'm run off and, 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 I'm not go come back, I'm run off. And I'm like, how did he get up? chop the chain. I'm like, why did you get the chain? Ah, ah. Eating the goat that night, girl. My friend. My friend. I was eating my friend. And it was good. He was good, though. It was delicious. Girl, so. they at least they try to hide it from you. They gut that, <laughs> that goat out the gully and oh, gut no. that goat upside down and gut him. And everybody oh. talked about pieces of the goat they wanted. Oh yes, that's a, okay. All right. <laughs> yes, goat and lamb. I like lamb though too. I tried I duck love- before. What? Lamb is so easy to season. Yes, it's so good. Like, it's just good. Mm. Anyway, if you try to cook lamb and you mess it up. You're a horrible cook. Yeah, yeah. We did try to cook duck one time, and I was like, "Why does duck? The, why did meat not come off the duck? We want to cook in that duck, right?" We just had it so wrong. <laughs> I had stuck. duck twice. It's just like a softer version of chicken to me. Yeah. yeah. If somebody cooks it really, really good, it can't, like, if you, like, I don't know who, like, my mother-in-law, she cooks uh, duck really, really good. But mm-hmm. me and Kevin tried it one time, and I was like, I don't think this is the way, like, it was just dry in some parts, and mm-hmm. then it was, like, stuck to the bone, and then we was like, we couldn't even, pair, we, couldn't t- we couldn't tear, like, the legs off or the wing off or nothing. So, yeah, we can't cook. Don't ever... Don't ever let me convince you, if we're cooking duck, that it's a good thing for you to cook, eat the duck with us. Just be like, girl, you know you told me about the time y'all don't cook that duck, right? <laughs> <laughs> let me write that down. Let me remember this. Yeah, write it down, girl. Like, Kevin cooking a duck? Oh, no. Nah, I bought chicken. Oh, man. <laughs> I haven't attempted yeah. that for myself, but I've had it. It's, it's yeah. okay. It's okay. So tell us. Tell us. Tell us, Shan. Tell us she gets it pawed about. Yes, and we're a cozy womb podcasting it tonight, too. Ooh. Change my Ooh. name. Um, this this episode right here is going on cozy womb podcast. So I'm gonna try to refrain from my lang my language. My oh, language. okay. Um, but I mean if it splits up, it's okay. But I just tonight, um I brought this topic up to E Ruth because we have like side topics when we're just chatting it up and sharing uh, things on the gram. And yeah. um, I said, hey, Ruth, let's do a show on Saturday night. Um, you know, give Greg a little brisek. And uh, let's talk about kids acting grown and how it isn't cute. And um, I think between 
Iruz being a mom of multiple children and myself, I think we can handle this topic tonight. Yeah. Yeah. You want to go soft first and then really get into like the dirt? (laughs) Okay, wait. Let me just say this. Okay, so there is this clip of I don't know. What song is it with the girl that she's like um a little bit of some um waist waist on thinner <laughs> waist on thinner I can I tell you how to nigga. I was like what is that city girls I don't know I don't, I don't know, know these women the only women that I woman that I know that I've heard songs from and I can say okay that's her song is Megan but I don't know these other women and I'm just like I would never have my child listen to this never and it's not worth it. But you know what's so funny? I remember I grew, we grew, I grew up in Miami. And I remember there used to be like booty shaking contests. And I mean, like little kids. The home of Luke, okay? It, it, was, it was much too much. And I remember being like, okay, the song, I'm not going to name the song because these are four. And I did say the N-word, so y'all forgive me. Um, mm-hmm. But the my ear must were always like, all right like okay wait a minute i think i'm not i think my daddy would spank me if i listened to you say this he's gonna beat me i can't listen to this and so they had this song called in the beginning of the song the it's a child that's saying very adult words and i'm it's just like the song my mama your mama's on crack rock like (laughs) why are these kids singing Yo, I mean, I knew of those songs, but it was like in my home, um, in Philly with my both of my parents. It was like you weren't even allowed to say the word "bum." Mm. You know what I'm saying? So cussing was so far fetched. And then when um, we moved to like Baltimore, Maryland, and you got to play outside more, the kids were you know which kid was just like super fresh. Yes, and uh, the other kids is just like mm, I'm not gonna go over there and play with them because they always get in shit. Yes, and, um, you know, you know the kids now. There's every kid. Well, I remember being in kin. No, I was probably in. I think I was going to second grade. It was like summer school, and I was talking to this girl. She was just, she was so cute. And I remember her, um, she had a little purse and she had a little, little, her little shorts and stuff. And she was like, my mommy said that I'm going to be getting my period. I'm like, what's a period? <gasps> what's that? Because we're like literally like in first grade, second grade, I think. And I was like, well, what is that? She's like, your mom, my mom is going to get me my period. And I was, she's like, I'm, she said, I'm going to be a woman. My mama's going to get me my period. This is not how this works. This. And then you're going to be a woman too? Oh, okay. <laughs> what is that? And I remember home and I didn't have any sisters at no time this is before my dad remarried my my, into my with my stepmom and I had stepsisters I just had my brothers and I remember asking my brother like what's a period he was like I don't know and then about what it was I was like oh this is so sad why was she talking about this when she was like in the second grade why is she feeling like she is on her way to adulthood in the second grade what is that about because she's too busy being in grown folk discussions Mm. which is another thing on one of my lists to talk about how kids they they're too grown they know too much and when what they need to know they don't know so this is how i i broke this episode up i broke okay. it up to things society gives kids today right mm-hmm. 
I broke it up into what kids need. Um, as a mother, I do not allow. I'm sure you have your own things you don't allow with your children. Yes. And I, I um, broke it up into boundaries, kids need, and then everything else. We can just fill in. Okay. So well, what you first? What What is our like some of your pet peeves? What you see with kids today that you just like? My mom would have slapped me in the back of my neck so hard. I think for me, it's just the way that children talk to their parents. Mm. And that's always been a problem for me. I remember being a kid and seeing my, my white friends like go to town. Shut up, mom. I'm like, mm. Can you hear me? What yeah. What happened? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Shut up, mom. Or yelling. Or I mean, but then again, in my household, too, I just heard my my older, my oldest, my step siblings just go to town talking to my like my parents any, any kind of way they want to. So my dad like literally would slap any disrespect out of my mouth. I couldn't say what when I was responding back to my dad um, yeah. my from Jamaica. You know, me and both Shannon and I, were, our parents are from Jamaica. So there's yeah. a very specific thing about how children talk to adults that you cannot run with these days. And it's so funny because when I talk to my kids, sometimes I feel like, damn, did I, did I was I too heavy handed? Like sometimes I have to like, pull, I'm always like that, you know? Yeah. Am I like pulling someone? Am I pulling? Like I'm almost trying to pull teeth, trying to talk to them. I'm like, did I, did I silence them so much that they feel like any way that they respond back to me is going to be a problem? I'm like, what you said? Huh? You can't look, at, look huh? at here. I have two girls. I have a seven year old and three year old and Ari has not registered that she cannot respond to me what. So we're constantly having a back and forth about me calling her name and her saying what. I'm just like, who are you talking to? Right. She, she said, you call me. I said, yeah, but you don't say what to me. I'm not your friend. And she'll just say, she won't say nothing else. She'll smile and be like, what's going on? Because <laughs> she knows. I'm just like, yo, you want to fight? I'm, that is always my question for my kids when they getting beyond smart. I'm just like, you want to fight? Right. Well, my oldest daughter, she, like, so, you know, you know, you growing up and you get a spanking, and they're like, who are you huffing your puff of your chest at? And yeah. I, never, I used to be like, I did not know what that meant when my dad would say it to me until, yeah. like, I think I got old enough to realize I was doing it. Like, oh, okay. And then when I see my oldest daughter, she clenches her fist and starts to look like she's she's brown skin dark skin girl her face is red and i'm like oh you you gonna fight you want to fight <laughs> yeah girl come on you don't want to fight your mother like, we don't have to begin the relationship this way you know so my pet peeves are like just my kids seeing other kids behave a certain way and then trying to try it who you yeah. trying don't you know what house you was raised in what about yours yeah, um, I noticed that a lot with um, sending the girls to camp Ooh. and mirror what other kids around them do and say. Um, I've had a conversation with a uh, camp director about one of the kids um, asking my seven-year-old, well, my six-year-old at the time, um, do you want to be my girlfriend? Oh. And, oh, well, she handled it. She was like, no. And she was like, well, why not? And she was like, because, girl, I don't like girls. And we don't even need to be talking about this. I, that was her response. But I allow her to explain to me her right. date. 
So I just called up the director and I was like, so we have a child in the class. This is her name. This is what she asked my child. I don't know what's going on in her house, but I need that not to be a conversation among other kids in the room. Right. And so, you know, they handled it, but it's just, adults have to be mindful of the fact that kids are interpreting what they think is going on in the house outside in conversation and if you don't sit them aside and explain it to them or limit yourself to have adult discussions when kids are not around yeah what is going on in that house is going to come into your kid's life because they interact with each other so that's why it always frustrates me when parents was like you know I don't talk to my child about color. Um, I don't see color. People are people. And, you know, I treat everybody the same. And we don't talk about same-sex marriage. We don't talk about sex. I'm not ready to talk to my child about that. But you send them to school. But you send them to a, a playground. But you yeah. send them to a camp. So you are you're leaving your child to fend for themselves to figure out what is what. I would rather... Uh, preserve my child's not knowing by giving them everything they need to know before they leave my house right not saying that you should do it not saying that it is right not saying that something is not wrong but this is what this is if it ever comes up in a discussion this is what this person is talking about talking about it is wrong it is incorrect you do not just because you hear the n-word in songs and right. You see other people use the N-word. You do not use an N-word. Today, we was watching, I was watching Homeland. I don't know if you um, yes. ever watched. I'm on I'm, I'm the last couple episodes. I need to catch up on the Yeah, that's what I was catching up on. And she saw the women in the little, the hair thing that covers their hair, right? Mm. I can't remember. Right. Mm -hmm. And she was like, why do they wear that? I said, it's their culture. That's something they believe in that they're supposed to wear to cover their hair. And whenever you see a little girl with that or anybody with that, you never play as if you're going to take it off because yeah. it's she's never seen anybody like that in real life. But at right. least I prepared her for it. Right. So we cannot, as parents, act like this is not a thing outside of our home, even though it is not our practice. Yeah. And that that's when you get into like the whole thing about how people just as adults, right? I don't know if we know enough about other people's cultures or about how other people are different communities, right? So the, the community, the, some of the communities I was growing up in, it was okay for you to see little girls twerking and popping. And then also in other, in other cultures, like in West African culture, it's normal for little girls to just dance, right? And it's not, it's not considered twerking. It's just, the, it's just culture. It's just like dance thing. But here it's, once you start break, once you start introducing the, the language, right? Once you start talking about adult things within the music, with the mm -hmm. dance, then it becomes uh, problematic. And I, my, my other pet peeve too, is that, you know, what you were saying earlier about parents not being not realizing that children and and it's all of our parents like my parents you know didn't realize that some of the things that they were saying around us that we were picking up like my dad I remember my dad <laughs> getting pulled over by the police and him turning around and saying to me Irut what do you say don't uh don't follow <laughs> don't listen to what I say or follow what I say and then when the, the officer came back he's like Poso bomba mm. father you know those words. I can't wait. Right. 
you know, but I, but also at the same time, I was like, okay, he's telling me like, I'm an adult. What you're going to hear me say and do is for me as an adult, you are a child, you stay in your, you know, and the fact that I don't think enough parents are making clear that distinction, because I think some people do feel like with the TikTok, you know, this TikTok culture and, and Snapchat and all this different stuff. It's like, I need to be in it in order to be a part of it, in order to, to feel yeah. like I'm on the level with my child, but you're not on the level with your child. And you're okay. actually the Let's reason. Stop. Let's stop, Eruf, because I want to get through these messages and then I want to get into the TikTok talk. Okay, let's do it. Are you Jamaican? Yes. She gets it? Because <laughs> I feel like you have a little Caribbean Islander in you. Either yeah. that or you just have a really good homemade recipe from your family. Um. <laughs> <laughs> My mom never gives like the full breath. Well, I don't know if this is a Jamaican thing across the board, but they never tell you exactly step-by-step what you need for your dishes. They give you like the overall, (laughs) get this. And then when you see them do it, they add in an extra. I'm just like, what is that? You never told me to add in that. (laughs) Right. I think seeing my mom cook it so many times, I just pick up the seasonings I'm supposed to have all the time and then I just add to it and then you figure out like your own flavoring of stuff but it was yeah. pretty good it was pretty good you did your yes you did your thing that's a damn shame I hate when our parents or relatives lie to us about our dead pets our animal friends god damn it I can relate <laughs> no. no me too that's the that's that's how children should be li- the lives children should be living. You should be okay with having a pet talking about your pet, and that's that's you know that's your life. Talking Listen, about your dead, dead fish. Anya asked me uh, three days ago, "What happened to our fish that we had been fishing?" I said, "Anya, I threw them outside." She's like, <laughs> "You killed them." I said, "Because y'all don't understand. Like, it's a lot of money to maintain a fish tank that y'all can't help me with." And I was right. having my weekends be set water aside, clean the fish tank, empty the fish tank. Put the fish tank on the bookshelf. Make sure the bookshelf's not getting wet. Like I'm, it's I'm too much. Yeah. So I was like, y'all not ready for a pet until y'all yeah. can take care of the pet. So we ain't got to talk no pet talk. So I tell them all the time, like death is a thing. Things yeah. And and some things you can buy, but you cannot buy people. Yes. <laughs> That's real. People look. I know a lot of people stay away from having those type of conversations, but when when are you gonna wait for that to happen? When yeah. death. And you're trying to figure out, oh my God, don't destroy your life now because you're scared about dying. Like, <laughs> it's, well, it is. Yeah. Let me hit this. Oh, no, you did not just say Mr. Goat or Mrs. Goat. Was <laughs> finger looking good? Oh, no. <laughs> it was. Well, at least he didn't go to waste. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Kids acting gross are not cute. That is true. Uh, what's going on? She gets sick, pa and her roof. Love the title. I know it looked like you guys started today, like uh, right now. <coughs> Listen, that's why I was talking to one of my homeboys today, bro. Kids, bro, this 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 generation are not, bro. They're not, bro. If I. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I will beat the head on my son and my daughter if I see that. I'm sorry, you know. I, what the hell we do? What the hell people are doing? What the parents are doing, man? Yeah. You feel yeah. me? I just yeah. it make me 
disappointed as a father. Yeah. They don't boundary you. Yeah. I mean, hopefully you don't have to get to the point where you have to spank your kids because hopefully they would have been obedient enough to not have to, you know, to know better, you know. Yeah. You go household that tell you how to do better. I mean, you wait till you get outside the house. Obviously, when you get out of the house, you're like, I'm about to be living my life. I hope my daddy don't see me now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Ruth, what's your best dish mm -hmm. when you make food and you two, she get sick pot? Man, you know, I'm, I like to cook. I like to cook. And I like to challenge when people want me to, like, cook something. I want to see, uh, What's your best ditch for both of you? Mm. Now, that's my topic right there. Food. Yeah. Blessing queens. Shalom. Shalom. Happy Sabbath day. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. You want to go first? Um, I like stews. I like making stews and soups. Like my favorite. That's about it. Okay. Um, my go-to dish that I could cook over and over again um it's probably um some lamb some mm. like uh, chopped lamb the chunks and uh some rice some jasmine rice and some cabbage like that's mm. all you go to it cooks really fast and uh it seasons well like i said before mm -hmm. and kids love it i love it and it's usually gone within that same night there's never any leftovers <laughs> I know. And then everything's so expensive now too. Like Hello? a whole um a whole can of uh ackee is like fifteen dollars. Just one can or some shit. Like ridiculous. That's a fact. Oh sorry. Sorry. I just used the the bad one. <laughs> hey, she gets a pod and Miss E Ruth. Miss Boston here, just hanging out with you guys for a second. Yeah, kids acting grown has never been cute. I have a 12 and a 13-year-old daughter. And trust me when I tell you, what I feel most proud about is the fact that they are so well-behaved from the inside out. Their interests, um, the choice in their friends, their discretion, like watching them build their own little like code of ethics. I will give myself that. I've raised so far, so far, <laughs> two very sweet girls. Um, yeah, so anything else wouldn't fly in this house, but I'm just glad it is what it is. So, yeah, shout out to the parents who are doing their best to discipline with love. Yes. And remember that love is discipline. Yeah, yes. That's a fact. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing. Boston. it's so true though too like I, I think that that's something that I don't think that we do enough is give ourselves credit for doing the best and and having the having the outcome show yeah as, as parents right like we're so used to you know you hear the spank that someone mentioned earlier you know I will spank my kids like that's mm -hmm. kind of the way that we've always been talking about discipline like I gotta spank my kids and that's how they're gonna turn out being good but to her what she just said is so true 
love is discipline. Tough love is discipline and it doesn't have to be with the belt. Although I have learned my lesson that I have started off with the belt because that's how I was taught and then I learned. Oh, I had one um, parent that was like, get me my belt. Um, I will flip over my own furniture and buy it back if I break it, right? And I have another parent who was like one of 13 and her parents did not play and she just was the total opposite as a parent and she didn't whip us. Um, She never said, oh, you, you know, grounded, none of that. So imagine growing up in the house, being the youngest, the only girl and five boys, they're all older and the house is like ruckus. And then on top of that, the house was always the kid house on the block. So, mm. parent, I give chances. I give you two chances. And then after the second time, I'm not talking. You just going to yeah. get whatever you get. And if the bell ain't near, you're going to get these hands. But what I do that a lot of parents growing up when I was little didn't do is I'm going to explain to you after why it got to the that it got to and how you can avoid it next time. So, like, I think us growing up, a lot of parents who were, like, giving a belt, you're going to get a whoop. And they never took the time to sit and talk and discuss what just happened, what just took place, how can it be prevented, what can I do better next time so that never happens again. I think it was just, like, you did this, I'm going to hit you, I'm going to beat you, I'll feed you tonight, I'll see you tomorrow. Right. But and I then, why. The same yeah. thing. And then you just like, I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. That conversation never had. I feel like we needed the, the discussion that we never had. So I give my kids the discussion. And yeah. so I don't make them feel like, oh my God, that's my mom. Let me not, let me stop having fun. You know, let me straighten up. Let me act like, you know, I'm a perfect human being. I let them, whenever I come in the room, it's just regular. Right. Like, exactly what we were doing before you got here. You're just here now. Right. Because when you make your child feel like they have to be a certain way in front of you, they are never that way when you leave. That's so true. If you're faking the funk in front of me, then I don't know who you are when I leave. I don't know who you are when you're in college. I don't know who you are when you go out late at night. I don't know how you treat other people for real. And and, and we have to notice that as we raise our kids now, because as yeah. they get especially with these devices and stuff they could yeah. be people online yeah and that and you know what that's so true that we, that is something that we do have to pay attention to because i my two boys you know their big thing is playing the video game they always got some kind of device i don't know how they find the devices i'm like didn't we just take that kindle who, yeah who? <laughs> kevin's always like, look what i found god damn it just <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's <sighs> i need to do better okay so <laughs> so i we find all these things. So every time I come in, the, if I'm coming in the room, they're supposed to be doing their, supposed to be doing their work or whatever you, what have you, I will notice, you know, I can see the clicking off and I'm like, listen, y'all do know that like, I grew up in the age of like Yahoo messenger. I knew when my parents to come around the corner, I'd be like, Oh, can't talk to you right now. Gotta go. Um, you know, like I know these things, like you're not doing anything new that I haven't seen, but what I do think is important is to call it out every single time. Don't ever make that discomfort um, linger. Right. Like you're going to be uncomfortable about me having to call out what you're doing. Oh, well, deal with it. You know, I know now your secret ain't no secret. And I think that 
because kids are going to the kids are going to manipulate they're going to find ways to my daughters are the sweetest pie around me all the time even when i when i'm talking to them and i finally i get things out of them they're still sweethearts but i know that when they go off into the world because we did sort of i don't want to say sheltered them we just we never let them go to people's houses like just anybody's house if they were at somebody else's house, like we had to be there or somebody had to, they had to be at our house. Like we were just very protective about them because of my experiences, you know, being a kid and what I, you know, stuff that shouldn't have happened that did happen, but they're going to manipulate. They're going to try it. They're going to get into the world, get off into the world. And they're going to be different people. Cause all, I think kids are always different people than when they're at home. But I still think that if you raise them right, they'll make good choices. They'll still be in a room full of people hot asses like I had a lot of hot friends and mm-hmm. I will still be like no girl I'm not I'm not gonna go I'm not riding it I'm not doing anything I'm not getting the car I'm not <laughs> stuff with y'all. but yeah. I'll sit back and look at what y'all doing and then talk talk about y'all together in y'all faces and tell y'all about yourselves like yeah. <laughs> the next day I was one of them friends that I would just be around um, so I think what you teach them does make a difference in what the choices they make um, even if they pretend that there's somebody else when they're away from you that's a fact I'm glad you made this topic because stereotypically um, children often are deemed as unruly, you know, disobedient, um, untamable, you know, referred to as wild animals when they act out. So this Mm -hmm. is a good one. Many other topics you've had. Thank you. Yes. All right. I want to get these down to at least five and then we can get back on the TikTok. I'm, I'm from South Florida, and my middle school dances was wild, 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 Oops. like freaknik wild until, oh, no. you know, the administrators had to break people up because it was very inappropriate. <laughs> oh, my God. I can imagine. I can't be no teacher, dog. I can't. No yeah, way. Florida's about that life. Florida's about that life. In elementary school, they used to have dances, like Friday dances. Like, why are we having dances in the... And kids will be dancing to R. Dot. Kelly. Kelly. Oh yeah. Have you ever seen the sound like this, <laughs> girl? <laughs> I was like, can we? I know. And my dad. Why was, was it provided? Okay. Girl. I don't, well, I think know what I... a lot of people don't know is schools in Georgia and in Texas and in Florida still has segregated proms. Mmm. And that that's wild to me, but it's a thing. Mm. So, you know, things what do they think, think they're protecting these kids from when they do that? Like, you know, they're gonna get, they're gonna leave the house at some point, right? You know, they're gonna travel, right? You know, they're gonna see the I people that you told them how to meet. It's just a reminder. It's a reminder that who's who's still in charge because you're yeah. not from anything. Yeah. So you know. All right, you're going to play another one. Listen, I was basically one day on Walmart, and I saw, oh, my God. I saw this, at least this 12 years old, screaming his, to his mom and cursing his mom. And his mom was, like, so embarrassing. Like, she was, like, she didn't, she didn't know how to say. So I was, like, and I go to her mom and say, do you really going to let your kid talk to you in the front of everybody like this? Like he's your father or something. And I basically go straight to this kid and I look straight staring in his eyes. And I look in his eyes and listen, 
you, you're just a child, right? If I if you if 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 every me, brother, I will beat you right here in the front, of everybody. Since you think you'll grow, but you know, as a humble man, as a respectful man, I you know I don't do that kind of stuff. But I told him, mom, bro, you need to put your kids in order. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Mm. Well, that's a whole other topic about the parents who don't want to put them in order, and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll uh buck up. Oh, you want to put your fist up? Okay, okay, yeah. Kids. Uh, I, I, love, I, I love when kids make examples for my kids to be like, Mom, look at that child just acting yes. up. Yes. I said, mm hmm, oh, yeah, I see him. <laughs> yes. And, and we out. Like, they know what not, what's not acceptable. Like, I'm not taking a child nowhere that feels like they can talk to me any type of way. Yeah. Mm -mm. You must be crazy. Yeah. When I look at this kid, I said, Listen, who the fuck mm -hmm. are you talking to? <laughs> you feel you feel me like who are you talking to your mom like this bro and i'm like listen if it me i will grab you and drag you straight to the street and beat the hell of you you know because i come from the hispanic family and trust me you know how hispanic are we don't play neither mm -hmm. i always get slapped by the chancleta sometimes i'm be slapped with a belt bro. listen giving attitude to your parents in that time i'm from the 90s man i'll get yeah. beat the hell out in the front of woman like a freaking bomber you know a bomb you know <laughs> like a fire department jumping to me you know what i'm saying now this time bro kids don't bro kids think don't it's anything. okay to disrespect for the parents bro i was like you know what let me do my thing for my kids i hope this kid my kids go and that's why i'm raising my kids right you know what i'm saying yeah. that's what it is yeah. It's very important. Yes. Then the lady looked at me and said, Oh my god, I'm so I'm so I'm I'm thank you for putting him straight up and all that. I said, listen, it's not me. I told her you don't have to tell me. You gotta basically put yourself together as a mom and put this in it's, it's so hard and she likes she's a white lady, she's trying telling me I said, Listen, it's not that. You need to put yourself together. I know it's hard to be by be a single mom. But you need to put this kid in single one because I'm telling you this: ten more years, this kid was 23. It's harder for you to control him, and I'm telling you, he's gonna get in trouble. He's gonna get in jail. He's gonna die. Yeah. I can see in the future. Put this kid somewhere. Yeah. Discipline this child. Now this time, bro, children don't care to hate parents. Don't care to curse parents. They don't care to do whatever. And this is a bad generation right now. Especially with people that have people that have kids now young, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. And that's something else I want to talk about about how kids will take advantage of their parents' love for them. Mm -hmm. the older they start to manipulate very young, and they know that their parents will do anything for them. Especially if you are a single parent, they'll target you and make you feel guilty, being mm -hmm. that. They might not have another parent, so you do more and you go above and beyond and they manipulate it and they act out and they know that you really can't do that much because you have to work or you can't be around all the time and take advantage of that. I have a best friend who's 42. Mm -hmm. I think she's 42. And her son got arrested and locked up um, as a juvenile when he was 17 he got released and he was on probation when he was 21 
and he got caught up with a group of friends robbing um, uh, stores and liquor stores in Georgia and Louisiana. The last one he did, it was on the news. They went to this um, this uh, cigar shop and the guy went to go rob it. He was just playing lookout and he had the gun over the the worker's face, you know, and his wallet and his phone was on the, the, the top and he was emptying the register and the guy that worked there went to grab the gun and it went off and shot him in the face and killed him. Oh, God. Both of them got time up to 15 separate charges because in Georgia they they charge you separately. Um, and mm-hmm. he won't get out of jail or or have parole until she's in her 80s. Oh my god. And he went in there when he was 22. So mm. she w- she could never reel him in because he was always manipulating the fact that she felt guilty for his father not being around and her family like kind of raising him when he was in DC and then she tried to play catch up when he was already a teenager and it was too late. So he manipulated her a lot. And uh that's where he is. And, you know, I think so. I think ugh, that's such an unfortunate story. And it's uh, I can say that something similar happened to my my stepmom, well, my stepbrother. And, um, you know, he sort of was kind of like a train off the tracks and was just wild as nobody's business. And I remember being a little younger and just be like, how come y'all let him? Can, can, is anybody going to step in here? And my mm-hmm. parents are, I mean, my dad was heavy handed when it came down to me. Like, you can't, you can't go anywhere with, unless you're going with one of your sisters, one of your stepsisters. Like, you can't, you can't go out here on, when you're with your friends, your friends need to be, you need to be over here in the house. Like, they were just very, I'm the youngest when it came down to me, it was like heavy handed. But I remember seeing him do just a bunch of foolishness all the time. And my other, bro- my, my um, brother from that had, we had the same um, mom and dad. He also was doing a bunch of shenanigans too, just kind of following along with my stepbrother. And they both ended up being, you know, getting going in prison. And my my stepbrother, he ended up getting he was he got his sentence in Florida. Um, and what he did was like uh he shot off a gun when he was like 17. Mm-hmm. And it it didn't it didn't nobody got, got killed, but you know, in Florida it's the they have the the 10, 20 to 30, which is really just a setup to to get, you know, black children yeah. in prison, right? But uh, he did that when he was like 17, I think, or maybe 16, 17, maybe went to, went went to prison for a year, had parole. And then I don't know what he was on, what kind of drug he was on or what have you. And went and uh, looked like he was trying to rob people in the uh, mall or just like harassing people or something, holding people up. And he they gave him 30 years. Nobody, nobody died or anything like that. But it just goes to show, like even you can have parents in this of the same household, just like he was talking about, where one, where some kids are gonna get the discipline and the other kids just don't. And you know, he was just not a child that could be disciplined. He was just so out of control in his behavior that he had to fall on his face the hard way. And some yeah. kids are like, some kids you're not gonna, we're not gonna be able to save. You can give them all the teaching you can. You can try to step in and try to, you know, control them. But they're going to have to fall on their face themselves, too. Honestly, and this could be like a whole another episode within itself. Yes. People give birth to their demons. Yeah. Mm. And I'm not saying that your child is just horrible and, and, and just a menace to society. But 
sometimes there's not enough love, there's not enough discipline, there's not enough authority that yeah. will your child is just everything negative between yeah. you and the other person that came together. And I I believe this fully that some people are here to make changes and change lives and some people are here to be an example. Yes. Some kids come out of the, their their parents genetically and there's nothing that you can do to change their mind. They are just here to be an example of what not to do. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. Oh, mother. I don't know where that was going. I didn't trust it. It was going nowhere, girl. Nowhere. <laughs> I don't know your relationship with your children, but I will say be careful with the way that you use the words, you know, I'm not your friend, I'm your parent, or I'm not your friend, I'm your mom. Because that can really lay down like the law of like, don't talk to me about anything as if I'm your friend. Mm. That can kind of make or break any communication that they have with you later on. Or they may feel that they can't have any communication with you later on. I know this because my dad did that. And I was like, okay, well, what can I say? Mm-hmm. And now I don't, I don't even know how to talk to him about anything. So we kind of just don't talk. Mm-hmm. I like at all. It's really mm-hmm. awkward. All right. So when I tell my kids, you know, don't address me like that or don't talk to me like that, it's out of um, manners. It's mm-hmm. never out of. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're not allowed to talk to me about your cartoon because I don't watch that. I'm above those cartoons. Right. not allowed to talk to me about what you saw on YouTube. I'm above that. I don't watch YouTube. It's, it's more so like, this is how you address an adult. You yeah. don't respond to what. You don't say, give me some juice. You know, in this manners. And I think a lot of kids today don't have someone saying, these are manners, have them. Don't address me a certain way. You you get nothing when you talk to me that way. I will ignore you until you say it the right way. Because my grandfather will have you come in and out of the door 
after school 10 times until you figured out that I'm supposed to say good evening when I open the door. Mm. And I think kids today don't know that. (laughs) He really is. Listen, kids today don't know that because one, there's nobody home when they get out of school. Mm. Two, there's nobody reinforcing the fact that you must say good evening to everyone when you walk into a house or when you walk into anybody's house. You speak even though you don't know who they are and then you wash your hands. You go about and and carry on but it's a standard of addressing adults that have to be brought back yeah I agree and I and just to add to that you know I know I've 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 I can see the point in that and not wanting to tell your children you know I'm not your friend because you do want to have channel communication but I think like you know each child is different from my oldest daughter she I have to literally and she's been like this since she was little I have to, she's a, I, I don't know if this has anything to do with her being a Leo. I know Leos that are very, like, very open with their, their, their parents mm-hmm. or like basically their parents are like nearly like, nearly like their friends. And I know Leo moms who actually have very, a lot of friendship with their kids. Mm-hmm. For me, like mom, my stepmom was a Scorpio. She was not about like, I'm your friend or any of that stuff. It was like, this is what it is. You going to do it or you're not. I'm going to give you the real, 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 real mm-hmm. the, for the roots up like you don't know this is you don't you come correct right and I think that you can there's a fine line you can tell your kids you know listen I'm not your friend in the sense of you like you said there's a level of respect that you come to the table when you're talking to me but then also at the same time you don't want your kids to get to a place where they feel like we are friends because there should be a fine line like I don't really to be honest when my children get older I don't want to know all their adult business. I don't think it's necessary. I know, unless I call my mom every week and I flash her sometimes on FaceTime with my TVs and be like, yeah, they're still here. It's still standing. still strong. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> thing. it's for me, it's like, I don't feel like, like, and I guess I use myself as, as an example because in my like late teens, you know, early 20s, when we were, me and Ken were married really young. We didn't spend a lot of time, like I didn't spend a lot of time talking to my family about all my troubles and all my struggles because I know my family. I knew anytime he came around, it was gonna be like, but this bum <laughs> Right. It don't even make any sense because I gotta I gotta live with all that too. I gotta yeah. be in the room uncomfortable and all this stuff. And I've seen my parents do that when it comes down to like my siblings, you know, significant others and all that stuff. So like for me, I, I want my kids to feel like, okay, when you have to say something, when you do want to share something because it's important, you need insight, you need guidance, yes, come to me. But, you know, protect your own, you know, your own, the fact that you're an individual and you're going through these experiences in life. And no, I'm only, I'm your friend, I'm your parent, and I'm here to support you and guide you. But I'm not here to be like your friend in that sense that you have to rely on me to get through life. Yeah. I'm not your crutch. Right. And they already know now, like, I don't like repeat myself. So when I show you how to go about certain things, yes. call me and be like, I need your help again. I'll be like, I can't help you. Exactly. Not what because a- I can't help you, but I'm not <laughs> you if I keep doing it. Right. What, like, what, what did mommy say? What did I say? What did you hear me say? Yeah. Oh, you said, uh, nope. That's what you wanted to hear me say? Right. And- you did that's on you consequences is yours i've been teaching my kids since and kevin's always like you're so heavy you're too intense and i'm like no i learned that way that there's consequences for everything that we do and that's just 
that's what it is. And when they become adults, same thing too. As much as we love our kids, as much as Kev loves the kids also, I can't be everywhere with my child. I can't 24-7 protect my child. I don't have life set up like that. I was not a trust fund baby. I can't just go around the world and be like, I'm with my child all the time. I know what my child doing is all the time. Do you know where your kids are? I do all the time. I don't. And the older they get, the worse it's going to get. And I don't care how many iPhones you have, how many trackers you have, how many apps you have. They have whatever watch. If you put a chip in them like other parents do because they're just very (laughs) controlling. Yeah. Cannot be your child's brain. No. Their life. You're going to have to set some seeds and step away. Yeah. It's hard out there for people. People don't know how to do that these days. It's, it's hard. Like, pop that titty out their mouth. Okay. <laughs> Stop babying them. I, I, I was like that. Yes. Yes. And I cannot. All right. Let's get these numbers down. Okay. Hey, I have a virtual reality game. And I have no idea why some parents let their kids uh, play those games. Because they're basically chat rooms. For adults, and the rules are actually say you're supposed to be 18, and or some cases at least 16. But little kids get on there all the time, and there just really shouldn't be up there. Mm, Another problem. Talk about that though later, right? Is Roblox a child's game? Because it's shown as a child's game, but Anya was telling me that there's a game where someone on there uh, asks her if. If she wanted to be their um, wife, Ooh. and said, "What kind of game is it?" She was like, "You kind of like pick characters." I said, "So who's asking you?" This other um, girl is asking me if I want to be her wife, and I, that's oh. said, like, out of it. But it's that is what's happening in games with your children. They are influencing society adult thinking on relationships into games they're trying to have a mr and mr potato head now that also has children and a mrs and mrs potato head that also has children this is my thing i have no problem with people choosing the lifestyle that they want to live the sexuality that they have and how they see their family yeah other people's children don't have to be subjected to that thinking before they need to be subjected to that thinking. And coming into a child's game is interfering with a child's lifestyle and having a child, quote unquote, being a childlike mindset. And that's the problem where we have a lot of kids acting like they're grown because society is introducing things into our children too early. Yeah. And then when and then when society does introduce and then you point it out, then people are like, no, 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 you're 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 putting you're over sexualizing, you're putting that on children. Yes, that might be true. It's unfortunate that that's true because this is where we're at in our society today. But at the same time, we still have to have a standard. Right. There, there, I mean, this is sort of one of the problems that I have, too, with technology is that it's something you we can't fully control. We can't be there all the time. We can't be the eyes there. But there's there there automatically should have been rules in place to be able to monitor these things or the 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 um 
the people people that create the games for them to monitor it properly because in my experience with my daughter she uh, well, I ended up finding out that she was talking to someone actually I couldn't make out the person's age but the way that they were interacting with her I was like I had to sit down and talk to her and say these behaviors are not behaviors of somebody that's your age this is not how a 12 year old talks this is somebody that has to be somebody that's older. And it was a good it was a good example for her to have that experience because she's a very open heart, like very open hearted, welcoming. She's the one of the friends that will take on all her friends problems and mm-hmm. make her own. And I'm sort of glad that she had the experience because I, she was able to see the difference in terms of somebody's behavior. Right. Somebody's talking to you and asking you questions that start, starts to get to sexual things. Or where does your house, where do you live? What do you, you know, what does it look like? You know, would you, would I, would you allow me to come to your house? That, no, <laughs> we have to be aware of those things. So it's, it's a, it's a fine line yet letting them, letting them still be kids and then live, uh, navigating in a world that there are people that are going to try to take advantage of them. And then how do we catch that and stay on top of it? It's, it's, it's too much. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. Listen, as like I said to most of the people, you gotta love you. You gotta love yourself to love your kids. You gotta respect yourself so you can love your kids. Mm-hmm. You know, we do so much for our kids now these days so they can be happy and not struggle. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, my, ki- my kids are very small, so they're learning now. My son is like in the middle, like I want to obey my dad or not. You know how boys is, but he listen, he respect. And then, you know, that's that's one thing I love my son. It's like when you say, look, you're wild. And he say, okay, dad, that's fine. I'm sorry. He's, he was, he stopped, you know what I'm saying? But we we should be very proud as our fathers and mothers out there. They try and make it possible to make the kids good and love each other. You feel me? Yeah. Shut up, all. Facts, facts, facts. Okay. Yes. I'm with it. <laughs> she gets put in Listen, my parents sit down with me after I got whoop ass, <laughs> whoop ass, <laughs> and hit. But then, mm-hmm. then she sit down, come back and sit down with me, and then while I did this and that, and then she put everything in order, and then that's how I start learning the discipline. You know. Um, but sometimes, man, it's okay to hit your kids so they can learn. Um, but in the rightful way, not to that use the anger and just like that, that traumatized the child. But you should basically spank your kids and teach them, listen, what you're doing is wrong. Um, for me, that's how I do with my kids, but I don't spank them because I know how strong I am. So I'm trying to like, like hitting, hitting it in the pop out in the, in the back, and that's it. But other than that, I don't, like, I try not to use too much violence. I try to show some more love to them, to my kids. And that's why they love me so much. Yeah. But more discussion, less um, aggression. Less, yeah. uh, I'm going to do this because that's what first came to my mind. And now I, uh, now I have to apologize. Teach your children to stop doing stuff to have to apologize for. Yes. Yes. And that... <laughs> I remember my stepmom telling me this. She was like, I had said sorry probably for like the hundredth time. And she was mm-hmm. just like, Are you? Are you? And I was like, I am. I really mean this from the bottom of my <laughs> And she's just like, But how could you be sorry if you have to keep on saying sorry? And yeah. I was, Oh, 
I didn't know that's how that worked. I thought you could just, I thought sorries are just limitless. You could just, you, you know, you throw them out and when you need to, and, and you know, no, nope. I don't force my kids to apologize to each other unless I have a, a discussion with them. And I say, you know what, if mm -hmm. I were you, I would apologize to your sister for that because you were wrong. You know, but I'm yeah. not to tell them go apologize to that boy over there or that girl over there because of what you did. Yeah, it, that's truly not what they feel because I need them to feel like it's genuine. Because I hate when adults apologize to me when they don't mean it. Don't mean nothing. Yeah. yeah, I remember we were trying to teach my oldest daughter to apologize. She used to just when her and my oldest son were baby, like I think she was probably two or three and he was probably like about one. I mean, she just started beating him up from like day one. It was just, he never had a break. I mean, I would, every time I, we'd just be in the room, I was <laughs> like, oh, what did you do today? And I would just see like the truck on his face or, you know, <laughs> full pillows and just like, she just did not care for him. She was like, why is he here? And I remember one time we had, I think we were getting ready to leave and it was, I must have spent probably an hour and a half. I was like, I'm not leaving until you apologize mm. to your brother for throwing this truck on him. And she had, she's stomping, temper tantrum, screaming, care. She's like, I'm not going, no, I'm not doing this. I'm just not going to. Girl, it was a standoff for about an hour and a half. Are and she you, said sorry. You <laughs> she doesn't have to apologize. And once you do make her say, I'm sorry, under her breath like that. <laughs> <laughs> Like, girl, what for what? Just sue it. Like, just acknowledge it and just realize you are in the wrong. She, she just, no. Mm. Mm -mm. Baby steps. Baby steps. Yep. Mm. Oh, your daughter is. There's always one. Always. I think it's a, more so a segregation of cultures when it's, when it's concerned because I think some. You know, some uh, schools that are integrated, you know, they can appreciate the same culture or even a diverse culture in the mix. But I think uh, I think like in, in, in those cases is either, you know, I think uh, you either love hip hop or you love country or whatever. So I think it's a very it know, I think the culture is segregated more so. Because all music derives from that continent we call Africa. Mm -hmm. Okay, it should be one one dance for everybody. Because I don't know about y'all, but my music uh, genre is very eclectic. It's all over the place, and I yeah. like it all because it needs to be. Yes, it should. Yes. Hmm. I listen to um a lot of um. Spanish songs and I don't know what they mean but I know they feel good <laughs> Ain't they feel there is nothing no, I think that that is important I do think that people do have to listen to different genres like you just it it just makes sense you know it, it, to me it makes sense I love it some of the kids in the UK mm. if you try to put them in order too much they'll be like threatening to call like social workers on you and stuff so i think i don't know it sends like um it's a threat to the parents isn't it because yeah. the, the 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 children are um of paramount paramount importance and and they should be so they should be but 
um we like them the way we discipline and the amount of discipline and um we can give to our kids nowadays has changed from how it was back in the days you know and um a lot of parents also don't appreciate when people do like a stranger steps in and tells them Mm -hmm. like what to do so that guy was brave to do that and it's a good thing that he did you know because it needs a community sometimes to get involved and and help out especially for you know single Mm. yeah yeah kids today they know too much and they will weaponize the fact that you love them enough to check them or you care enough to um, discipline them and they will use uh, resources against you and paint a picture and lie just because that's, they were in the mood that day to lie. And another, what she said, um, stranger stepping in, you have to be at a point of acceptance and mm-hmm. understand the bigger picture of why the stranger saw something and felt like they needed to step in and they don't know you from nothing, right? Yeah. And a lot of people, men and women, don't understand that even when it's a domestic situation and there's two adults and and someone is getting beat and a stranger steps in to protect and then both people get mad at that stranger for having mm-hmm. to step in and not mind their business. Mm. So it's tricky. And I think a lot of people got fed up because they end up being victims or they end up being um looked at negatively for trying to step in and help because people are not ready to accept or acknowledge the fact that you know what i am dealing with a toxic situation or i am dealing with something um that i shouldn't or i do recognize that i deserve better you can't help people if they don't know that they need help yes Check out com. Now back to my show. Hey moms, are you looking for something stylish to put on? Some good accessories and some must-haves for women? Things that make sense that snatch us in the right way. Okay, look no more. Chris has you set up, okay? Check out shopicon.com. S-H-O-P-I-C-C-O-N.com. Chris is a mom doing it in her own way, okay? She's giving moms like me momentum to go ahead and do our thing, all right? I look up to her. I love her. She's very funny. Check out her podcast, Is It Tuesday, okay? Really real, really good. You can find her and her products on the site. She has shoes, intimate gear, and new arrivals, and more. She even has some vintage-like items on what's upon a time okay has some great pieces and they do go fast so pay attention and make sure you know when she's about to do a drop okay my favorite items that she has that i'm always reading up on is definitely those satin line caps okay because when the hair is done and the hair is moisturized you can get the things done so please check her out and follow her on ig at shop.icon peace here we go back to the show back to the show yes it's tricky yeah it is and and i mean i i feel like our generation i feel like if you are 
if you are an older millennial, I don't know how I, I've not, I'm not sure exactly like what the like the older generation Z or the younger millennials are doing, but I noticed that I know for me, like going like when my twenties and I was around uh, when the kids are younger and being around other parents, that I would see other parents like I I was cautious. I always cautioned myself in stepping in to say something to another parent, just oh. based off of their behaviors. So if I see that there's somebody, there's a parent that's already loud, popping off, I wish they would. You know what? I can't save you. Know you you don't want to hear anything. Don't save her. She don't want these. She don't. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. Just you don't. And I feel bad because I'm like, I could have helped, but the village this this person in whatever village she's she's living in, she don't take any help. She or he doesn't take any help. And that's a cautionary tale for a lot of, uh, especially for, um, I think for in, in the black community is that, you know, we have sort of this self-righteousness sometimes where it's like, I don't want anybody to say something to me because if you say something to me, you're, you're talking about my parenting. No, if I'm saying something to you, I'm just realize that you are in a community with me. Our children are going to have to grow up in a world together and be adults. So I almost have a responsibility to say something to help. But at the same time, you can see some people and they don't want to be helped. And all you can do is put that focus on focus on your own child to hope that they'll be the standalone. They'll be the person that stands up and be like, you know what? Okay, we're not, we not doing this. But it's it's hard out here for some some parents don't want that accountability at all. And that's the worst. That's that's one of the pet peeves. That's one of the things that bothers me the most. I'm like, so you just go, okay. Yeah. All right. That's a fact. Yo, that could be the difference, though, with the whole Walmart beating. Like, you know, back in the 90s, you can get a straight up beating in inside of any store and everybody kept them moving. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to put it on the news and, you know, these parents getting arrested. So that's a whole different thing. You can't really check the kids like you should check them early because you got to check them early. So you don't have to beat them. Yeah. Throughout, you know what I'm saying? But, you know. Be consistent. Yes. Telling your children no is loving your children. Yes. For me, when it comes to human beings, if I spend the time to correct you, that means I care about you. <laughs> you need to be very disturbed and afraid when I walk away and I don't say anything. Okay. <laughs> so- right. Because that's effort. That's that's emotional. That's mental. That's um, you know me feeling some type of. Uh, connection to you where I feel like I'm going to help pour into you to make you a better person but if I don't feel like that's necessary or I don't feel like you deserve the my time to do that I ain't say nothing yeah. to you. Girl, I I remember being one of those like I remember getting a spanking from my dad and I, my dad used to when he when we used to get spankings my dad used to have us hold our hand out and we would spank our belt we didn't get beatings on our behind you would hold your hands out and you get this this the belt on your hands, which was no. the work. I went to a school in um, Philadelphia called Herity Elementary, and they had something called the African Village, and it was for for um, classrooms second grade, third grade, and fourth grade, and the the rooms were all connected, but they had like a, a main door, and the way that they taught was through the African curriculum curriculum where we learned about Kwanzaa. The, the teachers were of a um, African name and the way that they disciplined you was not like the rest of the school. It was you hold your hand out in front of the teacher at her desk and she would hit your hand with a certain ruler. The third grade teacher had a metal gold ruler. Ooh. 
the second grade teacher had a wood ruler that you have to hold your head out and get hit in. And I forgot what the fourth grade teacher had. And everything mm -hmm. we would do as far as like um, awards would be with all of the all of the three um, age groups, the three grades. Um, if we did uh, events, it would be like we have a play and, you know, you're a queen and you're this and this is a king. This is how we treat you. So I did love it. But at the same time, because I knew my mom wasn't disciplining anybody and I would go to school and I have the nerve to have to be disciplined. I... <laughs> that was my fear, though, girl, because my dad used to tell me when my dad, I remember my dad had to sit me down one time and he was like, when you go to school, the teacher's your mom and your dad. And I was <gasps> like, wait a minute. No. Yes. So when I was in school, I'm like, oh, my God, my te I used to be scared of my teacher. Like, oh, my God, my, t my, my teacher could beat me. And I remember sometimes I would be like, Dad, I mean, Mr. Charlet. <laughs> he called my teacher daddy. He was like, no, girl, I'm Mr. Charlet. I'm like, I know. I'm so sorry. But I remember one time, too, I I, um, I got a spanking. I was talking about the spanking I had on my, my, my wrists. And I thought I was, you know, thought I was cute. And I was like telling my teacher and my dad. She's like, oh, what happened to your arm? My dad spanked me. The school called the house. I don't know <laughs> or what have you. But my dad was like, oh, you think that's going to change you, change, stop me from having to spank you? You telling the teacher I spanked you? I got another thinking after that. I was like, oh. Girl, that was my thing. Like, I'm going to have to, I want, my goal is to get, have these girls get to like age nine where all I have to do is talk. Yeah. And this is why I struggle with it a lot, especially with my three-year-old, because she's very um, daring. And she mm. that her dad is not about to get on her at the beginning of her stunt until she gets into her stunt and he's fed up. Mm. I get her at the beginning of her stunt. So here she hates the fact that, you know, I limit her on two hours on the iPad each day. I um, have her strictly not do this and do that. Um, she cannot just go in my fridge and do what she wants. And mm. Everything is like, oh my dad. Yesterday she <laughs> called her dad because I want to give her an extra hot dog. Oh my god! So she was on Facebook. She was like, oh. he was like, what happened, Ari? What is it? I'm about to hang up until you get yourself together. No, don't hang up on me. So he was like, what's going on? Oh, give me a hot dog. <laughs> so I just walked in the room. I said, she lying. I said she wanted a third hot dog and I told her no. He was like, man, y'all get off my phone. <laughs> she is such Aww. a perpetrator. She has him down, like wrapped around her finger. I'm just like, yo, girl, I already pee peed. I mean, she's so adorable. I don't blame her for like, as oh. a girl, like that's that's sort of what you try to do with your daddy. Like, hey, and, uh, girl, I remember when I was probably I was think I was 10. And my dad, and I used to use those puppy eyes on my dad for a long time. And he looked down at me one day. He was like, damn, the puppy eyes don't work no more. And I was like, oh. <laughs> don't say that out loud. They can't know this. You're right. Girl, that, that, and, he re and he meant what he said. That shit never worked again. <laughs> yo, she be trying it. I'm just like, yo. He was like, man, what's going on over there? She always complains about this. I said, are you perpetrating? And I have a, um, a picture where she's like crying. With her the back of her builder bear open, <laughs> she was sneaking, taking the stuffing out. I said, Uh huh. I said, Let me send this to your picture, this picture to your dad right now because I know you're gonna go to his house and blame your sister for it. And he <laughs> he ain't say nothing to me because there's you can say 
She's yeah. a man. She's a man. He be lying. Oh, they try though. They do try. I'm just like, girl, I've been you. Yes. Ready. Right. There's nothing new you about to tell me. When your parents said, my daddy said, I have eyes behind my head. And I did not know what he meant. To this day, he still has eyes behind his head. I'm like, he called my, my um. well, we'll place more messages and I'll tell you. <laughs> my son. And I, girlfriend. And you'd be like, you know, I went in your room this morning and I got, I said, Anya, I knew you were in my room. She was like, how did you know you were sleeping? I said, I could hear your, your cracking knees. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You can't sneak. I got mom ears. Exactly. Yeah, I think uh, you know a lot of new age parents think they could flip the switch when they're fourteen or thirteen or twelve or sixteen, and then just think that it's gonna be all good. But nope, that switch ain't that switch ain't gonna work like you think it's gonna work. Yeah, there is a period. What do you think? What do you think the period is like? What do you think the 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 point of no return is like? What age before a child is like? It's too late. You can't. You can't get them. It depends on their exposure. It could be nine. Mm. Because Ari's dad, when he first had sex, he was nine years old and the girl was like 14. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then now that, you know, them doing something they have no business doing, it's like one chat away, one I am, one abbreviation away. It could be yeah. a lot sooner. So it depends on what limitations you you leave in the house. Because now there is no house phone. There is the cell phone that you allow them to have. And my kids yes. have a cell phone, which we will talk about that. Because mm. that's on my list of, um, as a mother, I do not allow. Agreed. Um, you know, because it's just too much. It's too much that a phone could do. Unless we go knock them down to that Nokia with the snake. Okay. 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 We bring Nokia it back. with Nokia, you know what I'm saying? Hello, hello, hello. Can what do we need? We definitely need to bring it back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can do that for you, but play these. And those who have kids, it's okay to put some hot sauce in your tough love. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm telling you this, it's okay to give love to your kids, but like yeah. she gets, uh, she gets sick pot, say, listen, you, you gotta turn the fire on, on them sometime because being so loved all the time the kids will learn to be hardcore in the street and being hardcore in school and they're gonna come back home like they think they own the streets and trust me you don't want that because then mm -hmm. it's gonna be too late put mm -hmm. some seasoning hot sauce <laughs> in your love and make that thing tough love trust me and make that fire and teach them and treat them how they train you but in the rightful way so they cannot hate you but tell them to listen. What you guys doing is wrong. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. You know. Put some hot sauce on that. Hot sauce. What? What? Beyonce said. I got hot sauce in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that they gave him thirty mm -hmm. years, and he he did he he did. It didn't sound like he harmed anybody. That's Florida. Sound like a gun went off, but he didn't literally harm anybody. That's Florida. That's his whole life gone. Yeah, wow. Wow. That's another episode that I do want to do with Eruth about um, a lot of the states in the South and the Midwest being 
pipelines of disciplinary action from elementary school by the time kids turn 18 they put them right in prison yeah you know what i'm saying um and it's usually quote-unquote minorities over whites yeah and there's never any like there's never benefit of the doubt like they might need some mental health treatment or therapy nobody thinks about that they're just inherently bad which is you saw what they did to that um six-year-old last year or was she five no she was six she was six yeah Yeah, arresting her yeah handcuffed her put her in the um uh, um mental facility for 24 hours didn't tell her mom anything Mm -hmm. Uh, didn't explain anything to her mom and it's, it's just disgusting yeah. Well, look at what they did to the kids in um, when they uh, to the um, Central Park Five. Yeah, child abuse. The recent, recent one where they pepper sprayed that nine year old in the face. Oh yes, uh, yes. While they were handcuffed, and then uh, now imagine if this child starts to um, act out. What are they going to say about? Her? See, see, look at her. This is why we did this. To- no, this is the consequence. Now, now she the behavior that she knows is violence. That's how she handles things because that's what y'all that's how y'all handled the situation with her with violence. Yeah. It's just it's disgusting. One thing I can say, guys, one thing mm-hmm. for whoever's out there. I know some people like rap music and listen to rap music and all that stuff. But I feel like you should not listen to rap music mm-hmm. when you are in your car with your kids. Mm-hmm. Because now this rap music is influence of bad influence. You feel me? So I just like I don't I don't let my kids to I don't let my kids listen rap music. Mostly this is gospel. Mostly is like you know anything positive music. You know what I'm saying? That's all. Or like true music. You know what I'm saying? Like soul music or mm. jazz yeah. stuff like that. I want them to be in a positive uh, influence on music, you know, not rap music or reggaeton and all that. You feel me? That's me. We, we, I understand what you're saying with today's quote unquote rap, but we have to stop penalizing rap music as bad music because (laughs) let me tell you something. My children know Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. My children know fat boys. My children, um, they know a lot of 90s and 80s rap artists and rap music and old Busta Rhymes. Yeah. That does not say shoot them up, shoot them up, shoot up, kill them, kill them, kill them, whatever, whatever, whatever. That's a whole genre of music that is being swept under the dirt by a lot of people of today because today uh corporations and um people have backed money behind the trash of music Mm -hmm. put out i will never tell my children you can't listen to rap music is bad or rap music is terrible today's music is terrible yeah but i listen to old hip-hop and rap with my kids to tell them it's just another medium of writing a story, telling a story, and this is how they do it in country. This is how they do it um, 
and in this culture, this is what it came from. You can break this down into a poem. You can do a sonnet behind this. Like it's it's a way to teach your kids. And if you don't teach them about something that comes from us, yeah, you're going to leave them with nothing. So yeah. I I do pick. Like I will never sit in my car and listen to Luke with my with my girls in the car. And when it comes on. And you you hear um um right, right. and I hear that I'm like up oh! and then uh, I just like what you hear up oh! I'm like ah that's not the song we about to listen to like yeah. I make a playlist for the girls and I have yeah. a playlist that says the girls so when I'm writing I don't have to think about it or I don't have to jump at songs but I do agree like certain music is not for your children but at the same time. My my daughter was five when she was in the back seat, and she asked me what the N word was and why people use it. Mm. And I had to explain it to her because if your children can recognize it, they mm-hmm. know how to say it. They just need you to break it down to them. And I explained it to her how it works both ways. And I told her you should never find yourself in a position where you have to use it. And if yeah. you're talking to people and they use that to talk to you or they use that to get your attention, you walk away from them and you don't speak to them. Yeah. Because you have to allow your children to know what these words are. That way, when you're not around and they're in the middle of other kids, they don't have themselves trying to befriend people who don't have the right, um, you know, ideas for them or the well-being of them. And they need to know who they don't need to be around by the words that they hear. So, um, I'm not going to say I let them listen to everything, but I explain everything to them. Yeah. And it's one of those things, too, where it's like, you know, I, I feel like, you know, all of our kids have their own personalities, too. It's like, so my youngest daughter, she don't she's not into listening. She won't watch anything inappropriate. She will excuse herself out of the room. And I'm like, Karina, why are you going? She's like, no, I'm fine. I'll just I'm just going to go in my room and mind my business. Like, oh. you know, she just does not. She won't do it. And you can't convince yeah, her. Yeah, Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 33 two kids have came out of my vagina my mom was there both times yeah. she knows that I know what it takes to make a child and I still yeah. cannot have sex scenes with my mother in the room yeah it's it's it is it is uncomfortable and and that's yeah. the thing. I think some people have some kids have like their own radar their own natural radar to be like Mm-mm, nope I'm not with it and then right. there's a the kid who like Hmm. I'm with it. <laughs> you like you need to know. You're the one that needs to know the difference. You can't yeah. be. Mm, mm, I'm with it. You know. You're too. Yeah. You're acting grown. Listen. Man. I was watching. I was scrolling through my um Instagram on Cozy Room page, and a lot of women on there they post like women having birth, and this lady was like standing up, squatting, and Ari saw her like naked. And there was like a man to the side waiting to catch the baby. And she saw like the beginning of the baby head. She was like, oh no. She was like, scroll up, scroll up. (laughs) (laughs) She was not trying to see this baby come out of this woman's vagina. (laughs) And for her to be three years old and she knows like, no, this is not my place. I'm not supposed to be looking at this. This That's good. We had a good place. And then also to the fact that like just subconsciously she's so much closer to that experience she's like what why do i need to relive this i'm fine thank you no thank you (laughs) yeah that's hilarious (laughs) (laughs) she said she said excuse me he's i said 
take your titty out his mouth. <laughs> yes. That's I had an ex where I felt like his mom still had the titty in his mouth. Yo, that was right there. Mm-mm. That was horrendous, honey. I ain't gonna lie. That whole, that whole potato family just seemed like a bunch of fries to me. <laughs> I know. Oh, gosh. Excuse me. Kids acting grown ain't cute. Yeah. My daughter is two months old. And that woman tries to talk to me. And her <laughs> acting grown is the cutest thing I've ever seen. So you dumb and wrong. <laughs> Okay. No, when they're that little, that is cute. When they're like, and then, no, 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 you like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm talking about when they can actually talk back to you and <laughs> act a certain way and try to check you. And yeah. I can't, like, I will pull over on you and we can have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, man. You know, Sasa is so amazing. Uh, she gets to sit pot, you know. I listen to my salsa, reggae, uh, yeah. some reggae. Um, I listen reggaeton on my own. I don't. I don't try. I try not to let my kids listen reggaeton. Mm-hmm. Um, but I listen my reggaeton. I listen my my uh, salsa, merengue, bachata. I listen uh, reggae. Mostly, I listen reggae. I have all the albums of Bob Marlin. I love reggae. Uh, yes, I'm Spanish, but I'm reggae. I'm reggae full blast, and my yeah. kids love it when they listen to Bob Marley. Oh, Dad, that's Bob Marley. That's Bob Marley. I said, Yeah, that's Bob Marley. Yep, that's right. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I love my guy right there. Rest in peace, my man. But yeah, yep, yep, yep. I, Girl, um, I let my yeah. kids listen to reggae. Yes. And I mean, think but that's the thing, too. Like, I think it is important for us to introduce the songs that our parents played. Like, we, my kids, you'll find my kids, my son, sometimes he'll be listening to opera. And I'm like, okay, yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> and it's, there's this artist named um, Benjamin Clementine. He has a song called I Won't Complain. The whole album is very, like, abstract. It's very, it's just different. But it mm-hmm. just, it's, it's like a mixture of, like, opera with... I don't even know. It's just very different. I like. I I even like uh, country too. But I do think it's important to for kids to have like a uh, like a wide variety of what they're listening to because there's so much to learn from it. But I do remember this song that was inappropriate when I was little, which was cent, five cent, ten cent, dollar. Give me dollar, 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 dollar. And I remember people dancing, and I was like, I don't think I'm supposed to see people. Yeah, there was a song that came on today about Poom Poom Shorts. Um, my kids don't connect to that because nobody explains to them what that is. But yeah. I know it is now. And I still listen to reggae from the 90s because that's just me. I listen yeah. to Sanchez, um, Bob Marley, a lot of Buja. Yes, um, a lot of this new they- stuff is- they don't know what it means, but they know it is reggae. They know it's Jamaican music. Yeah. And they've been bopping to it since they were babies. But yeah. I wasn't all of that because that's your job as a parent until they can find their way. And my mom loves country. My mom loves Reba McIntyre. She loves her yeah. one. Like all of that. And I've never been like, this is all we listen to. We listen to this. But her mom, girl. If my if her mom, my grandma ever heard 
heard you or saw you dancing or listening to any music other than gospel. There was <laughs> a shoe being thrown, a book. Something was being thrown at your heels because that is not of the God, okay? <laughs> that's a hard That's a hard world. I know friends who are like, I can't listen to that. Or they'll be like, no, that's not. That is inappropriate. And I'm like, it's not that bad. But mm, that's, that's not what grandma say. That's a fact. That's a fact. My mom really kind of stopped hitting me because my gr- <laughs> guess what? Who came to the picture was my grandmother, and my of grandmother course. said to my mom, "I said, listen, you don't have to hit him no more. <laughs> do what I used to do to you guys in the back of the day." What? So my mom <laughs> started started telling me, "Okay." There's rice is in the floor. I, I'm looking at the floor. I said, why is the rice in the floor? And I was like, on, oh, it's on. for you. I said, what do you mean? Ooh. I need you to kneel Ooh. in those rice and stay there for like a one hour. And do not, and put your chest up. Oh. Do not put your, hand, your your body down. Put your chest up. And you got to stay there for one hour. <sighs> that was the worst pain I ever had in my entire life. Yeah. And that, without hitting kids, without yes. discipline, it's all mentally. Yeah. And trust me, I never did what I had to do. That's what you call a consequence right there. That's, that's, yeah, that is the consequence. That in movies. Um, with Anya, sometimes I'm just tired of like threatening and getting, I'd be like, just stand there and hold your arms out straight out. Yeah. She can't handle two minutes of that. And, and, the, and sometimes that's it. You just need to know, like, I'm done. I'm tired, and I'm not. I'm not gonna put any more energy on you. But some kids be needing your energy. Yeah. No push up. The the, the push ups was was in our house. Well, either that, or they'd stand. We'd have them stand in the in the wall for a while. Or I, I after a while, my my son, he just would just be dancing on the wall, playing around, leaning <laughs> up and down. I was like, you know what? You get in the tub. Go sit in the tub. I <laughs> he don't he can't deal with isolation so that was like his lesson like okay let me get my stuff together because i don't want to be out here by myself i want to see what everybody else is doing i'm not a part of the crew you know yeah. so that's this thing you got to find it, it is true the finding the finding the things that your kids will respond to yeah because you know the spanking yes it can it can go only but so far for some kids like i said my stepbrother he probably got spankings for i don't know the first maybe like five years six years of his life and then after that it was just like he was doing all kinds of craziness. <laughs> so it didn't really, it didn't. And then, and I remember my, my, you know, my dad and him getting into it because he used to try to, to come for and test my dad. And my dad is one of the old school Jamaican roster. He don't play no games. We're not going to get far. Yeah. And they will try him. Um, and some kids will just keep trying, you know, keep trying your parents, but what trying parents, but once you know what their consequences, what the things that they really, the thing that really, really, really dig into them. Mm-hmm. Rice on me, rice, me, uh, you know, I don't, you don't have to tell me anything twice. I got you the first time. I understand. That's, that's mm-hmm. all I be wanting, E. Ruth. I don't want to talk twice. That's it. Mm-mm. That's it. I, uh, I ain't saying that my parents had to talk to me a couple of times. They did. I was troublesome. Eventually I became troublesome. But it, you know, after that, after that one lesson, you got, you, nope, I don't need it. Mm-mm. I'm straight. You got you're right. I don't think we're gonna ever get down to five, so I'm gonna just um, yeah, let's just roll with the, it. The list of what society gives kids today um, that I don't like. Uh, so t- society gives kids phones, 
tab hoverboards adult games um money they're very money driven now they don't want to work but they want money um kids shows where they have relationships and appear at the mall but we don't know how they got there (laughs) and um full access (laughs) full access internet and they talk like grown-ups because you put them in grown-up situations. What kids show right now can your child watch and they can see other kids doing homework? Mm. What kids show right now shows all the parents within the kids show playing a part? Mm. It's just like kids upon kids upon kids. And and yeah. my thing is like that's not the real world. That's not how you function. And kids yeah. they can automatically be independent because they see other kids being independent and they have too much. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely I think one of my pet peeves is also the cell phones. We did not give our children cell. My son, oldest son, he's 14. He still doesn't have a cell phone. My oldest daughter, she's 16. She has her cell phone, but we have to take it away from her because if we let her go she will get distracted because they are distractions yeah and then the fact that all you got to do is go to private and that and browse and people i've heard other parents say this oh well you could put controls and these kids they make that they could break this stuff make it create a whole new app tell you how to use the app teach you how to troubleshoot they're not fools. They know how to navigate through this stuff. You don't think that they'll know how to come out, come in and break the password. I'm not even going to give them the opportunity. No, you don't need a cell phone. When you're in school, guess where you can go to the administrator's office. They got a phone yeah. in there. Yeah. I, um, um, even on Anya's tablet, I took off the fact that she could have a password on the tablet mm-hmm. and, and download stuff. And I have it where it's just my fingerprint when she wanted to download stuff. So every time she wants a game, I got to put yeah. my finger and I'll get it because kids don't have self-control. You have to help yeah. them build. And yes. uh, you give them everything without work and dedication and waiting and earning. Yeah. They'll never respect it enough to be like, let me take care of this. Yeah. It's going to be like, no, I'm going to leave it on the floor. I'm going to step on it. Sometimes I'm going to throw it. If it breaks, I'm just go to my mom or my dad and they're going to fix it or they'll buy me another one. I'm not yeah. spending $400 on another iPad. Yeah. And, and you know what, too? Another thing for me, too, is like this thing of like kids can't be bored. Like they always have to have something in their hands to do. No, go sit down in the room by yourself and go think about some things. Yes. Think about like in the next 10 years. I don't know. Go have a fantasy about you winning, getting, being in an award show. Like just go and think about your life. It's okay. You'll, you'll be fine. You don't have to have anything. You got a I, room, a bathroom, yeah, food. I've been a body. I want to say I've been a homebody all my life. Okay. There is no AA meeting for me. This is who yeah. I am. I can spend all day as a child in the house yes. going in closets, um, looking up stuff, looking behind the stairs, uh, going through like my dad's desk and finding interesting things and going in the basement. It's a adventure, okay? And then when I was, when we lived in Maryland, it was normal for my mom to be like, all right, you did your multiplication tables because that was the thing before you could go outside. You did your work, um, you you did your writing. Now you can go outside and come back in at six yeah. o'clock. You ain't got no watch to know it's six o'clock. You ain't <laughs> oh, nobody's giving you the time. You just know that oh, it's getting kind of dark. Yes, I'm 
bugs i'm hearing bugs and crickets it's time so um you gotta go so i'm gonna be honest my kids are not going outside and coming back in at six o'clock and i'm trusting them because we are in a different age and time right i'm not saying that there weren't pedophiles and people that prey on kids back then there were but now it's just like people are bold and i'm just like no yeah it is it's a scary thing because i remember when we when our kids would go out i mean I remember there was these little girls that used to live down the street and I would tell my youngest daughter, you know, you can only go in front of the house, behind the house, in the backyard where I can see you. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Now, when I, once I go went and met their parents and I kind of sat outside and watched them play for a little bit, I was like, okay, you can go three houses down because in the neighborhood we have, like the cul-de-sac has, like there's at least five kids. Uh, no, it was like one, two, three. It was like four or five kids or four or five houses where all the kids play with each other. So they would either yeah. be able to go behind the backyard of our na- rec- next door neighbor because me and the, her mom, we, we talk regularly, um, their mom talked regularly or pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. And then they'd be able to go down to the other house. But for the most part, you know, it, they knew like by the time like five o'clock, it's time to come in the house and you can't go in nobody's house and don't let me find out she going to somebody else's house yep. and you never see them again. Yeah. They're not sorry. That's a fact. The other one it was grabbing two liters of water, sit down Ooh. on the wall, Ooh. like air seat, like you sit down in the air, and then you grab the, the bottles and you put your hands up, right? Yeah. And then you have rice in the floor. Beans. Uh, sorry, beans in the floor. She put beans in the floor, mm. and I had to basically put my feet on top of the beans. And prove to the gallons. Mm. And trust me, that it's a mentally that's a mentally situation, and that's not even hitting nobody. That's that was okay mm-hmm. at the end of the day because you're not using physical body, uh, physical uh, attack. So I cannot even call the cops. <laughs> I cannot do anything as a kid. So basically, I have to take a sorbet and do it. That's it. That's yeah. how I learned my disciplines. Yeah. Like that. That's a, that's damn. That's hard. Could you imagine? I wonder how old he was when he, he, he'd be like eight years old when holding on to some bottles. Like, listen, yeah. strong. Why is that seven year old so strong? Okay. <laughs> Look, be like complaining. They'd be like, mommy, my stomach hurts. I was just like, you had, didn't you have to do push ups like yesterday? That's why your stomach hurt. Yeah. Oh, no, Everything yeah. hurt. Yeah, my stomach. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what happens when you do push-ups. <laughs> oh, yeah, daddy. I cannot. Hey, what's going on, She Gets It Pod? I have a lot of questions about this African village, but I'm just going to stick to one. Um, <laughs> did y'all, like, <laughs> did y'all walk around the school, like, Major Payne's kids, just, like, real, like, together and... Yeah. Like, y'all had y'all, like, y'all had y'all shit together? Yeah, we, um... Uh, I remember we had like a play where we had to have like our own like um, African outfits and head wrap and stuff. My mom bought the fabrics and made everything. Uh, when we would go to the bathroom, it was like uh, partner to partner, hand in hand. Mm. The dress them was different. Um, when we went on field trips, you know, it was different. It was just everything. I mean, it was good. It was good structure. I would say that, but yeah, it was interesting. 
you think they could say you think that what you know some of the approaches that we're, that we're talking about that's happening today you think they how do you think the kids will respond to it like a kid who's ha- always had a cell phone who's always had his own or her own privacy how would they respond to having to be uh, put in uh kneeling on rice or they, they could they, they would want to call in the feds <laughs> you know they couldn't handle that <laughs> what you mean though yeah. You know? What yeah. you mean got an extra charger? <laughs> it, would, it would be a whole fit. It would oh be a whole God, fit. You ladies are taking me way back. Now, when I was in school, if we acted up, we could get paddled by the principal, but they mm. had to call our parents to find oh, out if they could yeah. have permission to do that. My, my pops was the one who would come to the school and do it for the principal. Um, and I still remember, I'm, now I'm a mom of six. I have three girls and three boys and I'm old school and a little bit of new school. So I will talk with my kids. But once we've crossed that threshold where you understood, okay, you get in the business. And yeah. I still remember my oldest falling out in the pharmacy and I took her to the bathroom <laughs> to handle business. And this little Oriental lady, this Asian woman, she, she was like, oh my God, what's the matter? You give her candy. I was like, no, she's not oh, getting give candy. Give her candy. Culturally, there are some differences, but also still in the Asian community, you can get your butt cane exactly. if you don't act up, act right. So this has been a great conversation. It's taking me back, and my kids, they crack up laughing at me when I talk about whooping other people's kids. She says, oh, my <laughs> God, you gave her candy. What? Listen, as I was listening to her, I was thinking to myself, I know Asian, I know Asian, but I used to have Asian friends who were terrified of their parents. I never knew why. They're oh, yeah. fucking them up, okay? Yeah, yeah they were. They and, were very, very like fast too, in, in the mat wherever. And I'm like, dang, like this is the fear that they put in them. There, there's no, there's no, that's no. Look, I want to grow up in a house. Like, is, like, is Bruce Lee your daddy, <laughs> girl? <laughs> girl. And then crazy. with the philosophy afterwards, then the whole conversation, then it's the the guilt. I remember this girl I knew and um, she was talking about how her, she had grown up poor mm-hmm. and her dad, her dad used to, you know, they used to spank her or whatever, mm-hmm. but she said that, you know, with the, with the, this, it was so crazy how she was telling this story because she was saying how she, she was ashamed of her father because he used to have like this really like low, like this, this low level job. Like he used to clean like toilets or something, something she said. And so yeah. when she walked by the school with her friends, you know, she would basically like try to try to walk the way around his job, but he mm-hmm. would the way that he would check to see, you know, how, you know, good evening, you know, go tell your mom this or whatever. Tell that to your mom when I get home, I'm going to yeah. do, do that. So she was so ashamed of her father um, about the job that he was working. And I mean, all these years later, I mean, he spanked her and everything. Like she talked about the fear of growing up in the household and stuff. But all those years later, that one thing that she really felt bad about was the fact that she was ashamed of her father not the spankings but just the fact that she was ashamed of her father that i think he's the story that that she told was like her father asked her like why didn't you come out of school this day or why are why haven't you been i mean why haven't you come out of my job why haven't you been walking by the job and every time she said she would tell him oh you know i just i, I don't know i went the other way because you know some excuse and then, of course she'd get a spanking but to this day she was like that's the one thing that she felt so so ashamed of that she had so much shame that her father's job was like so like well, I would say one thing about that is that's what um, Janelle Monae's dad did or her parents did. They did uh, mm-hmm. janitorial work and that's what she said started her wearing suits and mm-hmm. like it 
excuse is the fact that nobody could tell if she was poor or not because of how well dressed she um made sure she looked. Mm. You no, know, it shapes people. It does. It does. Even the spankings. I mean, just to go back and forth, like it. I mean, I'm not saying for me. I don't. If I if my kid did something so dangerous that I had to step in and say, okay, like this can't, I can't even talk to you. Like I'm gonna have to, like, and I, I believe in the punishment. Like I would do the rice thing straight. I think we'd started doing the rice thing at some point. Kevin was like, "This is too intense." So I was like, "You think it's too intense?" Like jasmine rice on no punishment, huh? What you say? Y'all not using my jasmine rice on no punishment. <laughs> Great, but getting a cheap dollar dollar store ice. <laughs> Man, the one with the rice, I was crying like, like crazy. I was crying, man. I can't, I cannot. When I go to the morning to go to school, I can't even walk. I was so sore, and my mom is like, "This is happening when you disrespect for a teacher, and then you start running around, or you start steal things for your friends, or steal things in school. This is what's gonna happen." And I'm like. Oh. Man, this is the worst. But hey, I did it. I had to do it. If, if it's that, it will be whoop. At, they're gonna whoop. And I was like, Nah, I'll do the rice. I'll do the rice. I don't want no whoop. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I would have taken the spanking too. As fast, you, you know, you could go Listen. to sleep. Listen, sleep it off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And as far as kids acting grown ain't cute, you are absolutely right. I have explained to my kids that you're not grown until you can manage your own life. You got your own health insurance, life insurance, auto insurance, you're paying your bills, like that's grown. So if you're still depending on mom, then you're an adult. You know, you're getting to that stage of being grown, but when they uh, slip or get beside themselves because they're an adult, no, not not with mine. If you turn 18, that just means you're legally liable for your own stuff that you yeah. do. And but you're still you still have to mind your parents until you get to a place where you are managing your own life. And then you may confer to me as a um, an advice giver should you need it. <laughs> but um, again, this has been great. Glad I stumbled on you, Thank ladies. You. Thank you for sharing. Um yeah, uh, I I always ask me randomly like, when can I use like the S word and the F word, <laughs> girl? When you're old enough to live by yourself, not need me, could pay all of your bills and then some of my bills, and have your own car and your own house, and I could come visit. You could say whatever you want. Yeah. She said, okay, that's gonna be a long time. I said, it sure is. <laughs> like. I'm not giving you no pass to cuss in front of me. She know what side her bread is buttered on, as they say. (laughs) This is going to be a long time. All right? Shoot. When can I say the F word? Ma'am, if you don't. (laughs) At least she asked. The (laughs) uh, tipping point could be wherein the uh, child is uh, taught about evolution. Period. Interesting. Mm, Okay. What's up? What's up, girls? Can I have a large pepperoni pizza, please? I caught that one. I was—it was hard to get the other ones. <laughs> I think Lord. kids' ages of accountability does vary depending on like upbringing and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, my youngest is 12. And while he understands the gist of what's right and wrong, what he's supposed to do and not supposed to do, there are some areas where, yeah, he's still, you know, juvenile in his thinking because he's supposed to be. Whereas I have a 20 year old, she knows how to say things that are rude and disrespectful. Well, oh, she's completely accountable for what she's doing. She's fully her brain is developed enough to know that what she does is right or wrong. So it depends on the child, you know, because in the same way, I have a um, cousin. She has the mind of maybe a 12 or 13 year old, but she's in her 50s. But that's a developmental thing. But she still even knows right and wrong to a degree. So it depends. Yes, I agree. I agree. I love hearing that perspective at the end. But yeah, yeah, because you teach them. I mean, that's the point is that they know they do know, you know, I think this is the testing, you know, I, I do. It's one thing I fear. I do hope like I hope my daughter, not my daughters don't ever feel like it's OK to get froggy with me because they got a little, the little <laughs> 20. Girl. Please don't do it. Please. Girl, please. Listen, listen, I'm ready. Where's the Vaseline? I got ponytails <laughs> for my hair back. I'm ready. Bring it. I'll, listen, I hate Florida. <laughs> This state is wild. I don't know. I think this state is like a clown. Lost. It's I like don't a clown. Like I'm sorry, man. <laughs> this this state is not cool. I see children, they just starting being grown up, like mm-hmm. 17. They just lost to be teenagers, and now they end up in jail. Or 15, 17. And Florida don't care to ruin children's life. Mm-hmm. They don't care. As long as they arrest them and they just put them in, that's it. I wish there's a program for them to do something, but Florida don't care. They ruin people's life. Yeah, that's what it is. That's why I got tired of the state. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to move out. I'm leaving the state. So, yeah, trying to make a better, better place. I don't know where, but I'm trying to find somewhere else for for my kids because this state is not. It's wild for me. Yeah. The sentencing there is is outrageous, but also on top of that, there's this comp- there's the there's this competition of even with adults, everybody's trying to out Jones each other, and the kids see this too. You know, yeah. name brand is important. You know, which is it is fine if that's if that's important to you, but the value system is just is very materialistic. Everybody's trying to get a dollar quick. It, there's a lot of fraud in this state. I'm not saying everybody's, you know, participating in fraud and stuff, but a lot. Um, and so these kids are seeing all this stuff, and and I, he's he's so right though. Like, I know eleven. I knew eleven and tw- I knew fifth graders that were having full on relationships with like seventeen year olds, and I, I used to wonder like where like where where are your parents like. And I, I'm not mad because people's circumstances are people's circumstances, but it's true that the state has failed parents and it has failed children. Yeah. There's more money in the aftermath than there is in the preventative in America, yeah. and especially in southern states like Florida, Texas, and Georgia. You get, if, if, if I just allow you to slip up from elementary, middle school, and high school, and then that one thing that you do. When you're 18, because of all your charges and and your disciplinarian stuff, puts you in jail, and then I could get 30 grand off of you each year. Yeah, I'm gonna let you mess up. Yeah, 
it's, yeah. It's madness. Misery and failure is another man's commodity in Florida, and it is rampant. I haven't seen it here in Georgia just yet because I don't go. I mean, I guess I haven't lived life outside. <laughs> I've not really lived the Georgia life. I mean, I haven't gotten out as often as I probably should. I re- I had a friend of mine whose daughter. She was very very. Sp- I loved her. I love her. She she was awesome. But her, I we went to her birthday party. Me and my youngest daughter went to the birthday party when she was probably I think she was six that year, and everything that everybody's supposed to be enjoying together like the cake the party the the musical choice uh they're playing musical chairs musical chairs the balloons everything that was at the party she was like it's mine it's mine and my daughter was looking at me like we drove driving back home she's like mommy i don't i don't think i want to go back to another party and we would go to the party here and i was like yeah i don't want to go back either (laughs) i was like not no judgment it's just like sometimes you can see that people that the Yes, I remember that she was very like disciplinary. She would spank her daughter when she needed to spank her. Mm-hmm. But just those little things, like when you're giving your child everything in front of everybody when they're having a tantrum, and you're like, "It's mm-hmm. your, it's your party." Of course, you could say what you can, you can have everything you want to have this party. But what's the whole point of you having a party and 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 bringing other people to it for the child to be to be allowed to explode there? You know what I mean? Like, what are you reinforcing and you know, from that point, I was like, you know what? I-, I can love you still. I can still support you in other things, but I don't know if I can let this be an example to my children. And the, the fact that my daughter, who's six, is pointing it out, I was like, oh, what? you're right. That's that's a sneaky way to fail your kids, too, is by yeah. giving them everything and making sure you know enough people that have kids your child's age and can come, right? But that's not all of it. Does your child have social skills? Does yeah. your child know when to not be first and be okay with it? Does your child know that, you know, today is not about you? Can they handle that? Can they share a space with other children that are different? And if your child can't, you have work to do. Yeah. I can sp- I can send you to private school. I can make sure you fly from head to toe. I can get you the best tutors. I can make sure we have the nicest house. You have your books. You're comfortable. The bills are paid. But if you don't have social skills and you cannot um, be within other kids around your age and be comfortable, I did not do what I need to do as a parent. Yeah. Yeah. So do the work. Yeah, there's there's radio rap and then there's rap. Yeah. That's that, Jack. (laughs) As far as music goes, like I'll have my kids listening to like some Mozart when they're doing their schoolwork. And when it comes to them selecting the style that they listen to, it all comes down to the message of the song. Mm -hmm. Um, If the lyrics, whether it be rap or R&B or pop or rock, if the lyrics aren't conducive for their well-being, then I challenge them to question, you know, what is it about this song that you like? Well, if it's just the beat, okay, let's find the instrumental. Or take it another step and be creative and rewrite the song, you know, have your own version. But I don't allow them to feed their, themselves with things that promote violence, um, music that promotes uh, things that go against what our household morals are and ethics are. Because those things do go in and it's when they're not necessarily trying to activate that part of them it shows it it, it emotes from them yeah. uh, there are certain artists i can't listen to 
while I'm driving because I'll get super like aggressive. Rick <laughs> Ross, Future, um, uh, Kanye West, um, Dark Twisted Fantasy, uh, just certain music like um, uh, MOP. Mm, yes. Certain music I have to avoid while I'm driving because I will speed. <laughs> I will be aggressive. I will cuss you out. Um, and I have to be aware of that. Yeah. Certain music. If I'm in, if I'm in a certain mood, there has to be a playlist for my mood because my mood will shift depending on what I'm listening to. So it is important to be aware of what you're listening to. Yeah. Um, because your kids are, they're marrying everything. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting too. I remember the first time, I mean, I'm, I, I, I was I was uh, under the uh, influence at the time, <laughs> but I was listening to like all the stuff that the kids listen, like the the eight, you know, the 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 what's the what's the what's the um no flex zone that yeah. is right, and there was a bunch of other kids too. And I remember listening to the music. I was listening to the beat, and I was like, well, number one, okay, this really interesting thing that thing that's happening, which I can appreciate that. In black society, we found we have found a way to still be creative, right? There mm-hmm. is still something to the fact that the music, even though it don't make no damn sense, the beat, <laughs> the rhythm, it does draw people to it. it. Is drawing people to the culture, so it still can lead you to finding music from the '90s that makes sense, right? And I remember listening to uh, what's that song? Um, All my friends are dead. Something, something. Boy, depressing. That Girl. is the epitome of kids are crying. Or none of yes. but they need help and they're yes. asking for help in a different way and we're getting it in this depressing give me a beat music yes but at the same time I asked my I started asking my son about the song I was like okay what does that song mean to you like what do you get from it what are you learning from it like what's what he's like yeah you know just like you could hear that he's going through like a lot of stuff he lost a lot of friends like he lives in a really bad situation and I'm like well what do you think about that you know what do you think about for you that you know for for you, you're not having to experience that, but why does it? Why is it drawing it? To, what is drawing you to that song? And mm-hmm. it's of course the catchiness. Da, 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 da. Oh my, da, da, da. Like the catchiness is gonna keep everybody's song. I mean, keep uh, catch everybody. But to your point of how depressing it is, like just for him to have like, some exposure that there is somebody else that's living a life that, in their experiences, their their friends are dying around them because of gun violence, and you know, it, it, it almost like it's, we all took a step back and he was like, yeah, I didn't, you know, this is like really sad. Like, I'm so glad, like, I don't have to live like that, you know? So some of it can be teachable moments, mm-hmm. uh, you know, her point, what she was saying. And then I think the other parts of it is when it becomes like, okay, I'm going to mimic it. I'm going to parrot it. I'm going to gla- glamorize it because I want to be like it. Like you don't have mm-hmm. to be like it. If somebody's telling their story and that story is unfortunately a sad story, we can all experience it together, but get the point of what the story is about. Get the point of what the song is trying to tell you without trying to make it something else and then think that it's like, ooh, now I got to keep making songs like this, keep put, putting this shit on the radio, mm-hmm. and the new job, that's like the new wave now. No, it's just, this is his interpretation of his life. We don't have to try to monetize it and make it a whole genre of depressing, sad music, unless that's truly what your life is like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I understand she gets you know like I don't you know I don't I'm not saying old type rap music I, I mean, if I'm me I'll, 
I let them listen to old type of music, but this new generation music is not good. I understand what you're trying to say. Um, you know, like back in the day, 90s music, 80s music, rap music, that was okay to listen. Yeah. You know, that was cool. Exactly. You know, funky music, rap music, mm. cool and all that. That was good. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But I'm saying this generation, mama. That's what I'm saying. That's oh, yeah. This generation rap music is not good for the kids. Back in the day, Biggie, Smalls, all these back, back, back in the day, all these small, that's, that was true rap, you know what I'm saying? But now everything is all about sex and all this crap, and it's just like not good for the kids, man. I, that's what I'm saying. Not, not disrespectful to the rap, because I listen to rap too, you know? I mean, Biggie stuff was. Listen, I cannot let my children listen to Ready to Die yeah. album. Yeah, I can't. And then the whole spinoff with the the Kim. I, listen, I, I listen. was. I still can't listen to that skit. Yeah, I can't yeah. listen to him um, choking off the blunt. Still. Yeah. yeah. But. We could be like there was there was some turn. I mean, that wasn't the turn because Two Live Crew was probably the turn, but yeah. amongst others. But I mean, eh, eh. that's when Party B's was like, "Oh, I'm gonna be like Kim." That's when the Nicky's was like, "Oh, I'm gonna be like Kim." That's when yeah. a whole lot of the Sweeties, I'm gonna be like Kim, and that's what we got now. Yeah, yeah. it's evolved. Nobody's hiding anything now. Yeah, come on, ride that train. Yeah, that's mine. Like, mommy can listen to that by herself. Yeah. <laughs> That was, yeah. and I write it. <laughs> Spanish, I try to teach my kids the Tainos. Uh, tell us to teach uh, the black history, mostly mm -hmm. the black history. You guys have more of the most history, and you guys are being more hidden. So I understand. We as a Latino, we never got too much influence more than the Latin, the black people. Mm -hmm. But like I said, mostly I teach my kids the truth. And then, I, you know, I try and teach my kids the, the black history and about, like, you know, the, the Bibles and the Hebrews. And I'm trying to teach everything in the rightful way to how, how, how were we end up here, you know what I'm saying? And my son is very interesting. He loves history. But I'm trying to teach the right way to, to understand the situation. Not nah, because the schools don't teach you that. Also, yeah. as a parent, we're supposed to be teaching our kids our history, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We do, especially if you send your kids to public school. We gotta let them home, decompress, unlearn, and then teach them what's the truth. Yeah. And then if your teacher tell you that that's not true, tell them to call me, or we yeah. can fight. we can fight. <laughs> <laughs> because you know America is very um, stuck on. Oh, we know this is not the truth, but this is how we've always done it. Well, just because you've always done it that way doesn't make it right. And I'm into telling my kids the truth. And when my children watch stuff, um, now Anya knows, like, oh, they were treated like that because of their skin color. Or yeah. they were treated like that because, you know, um, that was white only back then. Yeah. Or they can't sit here because of this. Like, she knows those connections now. And she could tell you, like, when this show took place you know there was two separate schools or there was rules for like how you looked yeah. and I um, it's, that's very important to talk about because that still happens today so she needs yeah. to know what's happening because of what happened 
Yeah. And then even for even the fact that the kids are they're just some of them sometimes they're just like none of none of every anything that's happening right now is making any sense. Why yeah. why are y'all letting this happen? Like what what does none of this makes any sense? Which is why I think that people do know better because I think kids do know. Mm-hmm. As small as I mean three and four year old kids, they know wrong and right, wrong from right too. So it is interesting that you have some of these kids that are like one of runaway trains and, and then really they're runaway trains because Sometimes it is that it is that parents can't handle it. Sometimes there's, um, you know, I have a friend, a friend of mine, uh, a coworker of mine who's dealing with something like, you know, something where her child is a little bit out of control. And I, my niece, um, has also been in a situation where she's been hitting her teacher, biting the teacher, doing all kinds of stuff. And you know, (laughs) she came to my house, and I guess she thought she was going to. I I didn't see that. My sister was like, "Yeah, I got to let you know in advance that." yeah, she's she's does all these like she's terrible, and I'm like, no, she's she's so cute, she can't be terrible. Don't you put that on her, okay? And mm-hmm. then I saw, I was like, oh, okay, so she thinks she's an adult, <laughs> the child oh. that, grown, that she thinks that she can level with adults. And I had to talk to her as if she was an adult, and I was like, listen, you are five. You look at yeah. you look how little look at your feet. You see how little look at my feet. You see how little you see how little your feet are. You see how big my feet are. I'm an adult. You're a little child. Now, maybe you feel like in your body that you're an adult, but until you get to the place where your feet look like mine, that's when you're an adult. And until that happens, you're going to do what I tell you to do or else right. these things are going to happen. I had to talk to her. I had to spank her. I just sat there and talked to her, looked her dead in the eye. She looked at me like, bitch, I'll kill you. <laughs> she was staring at me. Oh, are you killing me now? Why are you looking at me? Like, it was too much. But at the same time, you know, there are kids out there that are just for, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just that there's something like there's not a filter, so they're not getting it. Like even with the spanking, it just doesn't resonate. They're just like they just act out, like they just l- lash out. And I don't know what the solution is for them, but I'm like, thank the Lord, I didn't have any of them. <laughs> Those kids, they just need more consistency. So like, if you check them once, just because you happen to be around today, they'll never respect you, even though they know you're right. But if you yeah. keep back like every Friday or oh, every Friday she gonna be here okay well like yeah so I'll just calm myself down a little bit and that's how they are I agree it is a- uh, this is when you go to school when you t- you're mm-hmm. taking your kids to school people in school they're not teach you the history of where I'm from like say Puerto Rico they're not gonna teach you that no they're not gonna teach you how black people came to the United States. They're not going to teach you from the beginning how everything, they're going to tell you only what America did, you know what I'm saying, what the, uh, you know, the, 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 every single thing will happen in America. And that's what is going on right now. It's just that influence. If you, us as a parents, we have to teach the history. It don't matter, you know what I'm saying? But I have books, man. I got black history. I got Hispanic mm-hmm. history. I got Tainos. I got uh, mm-hmm. Native Americans. All that history in my house. I teach my kids to try the truth. That's what it is, you know what I'm saying? If you don't teach this to the kids, they'll be confused. They're going to be in some yeah. alien history type, you know, you know, conspiration yeah. Conspiracy, you know what I'm saying? All that crap, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Say that again, the last part. Because that <laughs> conspiracy, there is a room on Clubhouse every week <sighs> that is like 160 people deep on conspiracies. Is it the preservation one? Um, I don't know. Oh. I'm just like, y'all back. This is, this is a lot. It's like a lot. 
I don't have I, no problem talking about stuff like that to enlighten. But yeah. I'm I'm a I need you to talk about the problem and then when before we finish, we gonna have a solution. If you don't have okay. a solution to that problem, let's not talk about it. Yeah. Cause sometimes you hear the conversation is just like it's like it must like these things let's this is such an important conversation that these things must be true. And I'm like, it's not tangible. Like there's there we're not doing anything with this other than sitting here. Bye. Bye. I mean you would think that we were finished talking, but we're not. So part two is coming up. And yes, I labeled it episode four and a half. Bye. <laughs>